You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rudkin from Newstalk ZB. Did you know that Kevin McLeod has been on our tally screen since 1999? That's coming up 25 years for Kevin and his beloved show Grand Designs UK. It's quite incredible, isn't it? Along the way, he's gained a wealth of knowledge when it comes to architecture, renos and building houses. And Kevin is heading to New Zealand to talk about it all this February for his live show, Kevin McLeod's Home Truths. Kevin McLeod joins me now. Good morning, Kevin. Hi, Francesca. So my partner discovered the show when it first started screening here on, on a pay TV channel. Yeah. And he everywhere he went, he spoke about it. I'd hear him at the other end of a dinner table. He'd go to work meetings. He'd be saying, I've found this show and I watched this build. And he all he did was talk about it for about a year. And then finally someone else would go, oh, I've seen that show. And it, it, aside from the fact that he was one of your first publicists here in New Zealand, even now he still watches and loves it. What is it, do you think, about the show? What do you put the success down to? Why do we love these house-building shows so much? Well, well, clearly, first of all, we make it for him and for him alone, obviously. <laughs> pretty much do. <laughs> it's what it seems like. And the, the, first, I have to thank you and thank him for being the you know one-man publicity machine for the show. Clearly, its success in, in New Zealand is entirely down to him. And, and that's. I'm just enormously grateful that we have this hugely loyal following and um, it, for me, it's a bit like a club. So if I get on a train or we, we have these exhibitions that I go to, and you know, I, I, I used to feel a little bit nervous about standing up on stage. In fact, you know, coming to New Zealand to to stand on stage and talk to people. Yeah, it's it, if some people wouldn't particularly enjoy that. But I've come to realize that everybody in the room is there because they want to be. I mean, people are coming to the stage show because they've bought tickets. And that's an that's an investment of time and money. And they're coming because they want to be in the room. So, yes, I've got to entertain them, of course. And, yes, there'll be some gags. There have to be. And there'll be some, you know, lots of stuff and fun. Um, but fundamentally, we're there to share the same enthusiasms. And that idea of being in love and being passionate about design, but also about the human component of design, of the fact that without human beings, the process doesn't exist, and it is a process designed to ameliorate and improve our well-being as human beings. You know, that of itself is just such a cool thing to share. And you know, fundamentally, all our stories are stories of people going on these amazing adventures. And and um, and so, of course, you know, standing up in front of an audience, it's my duty to share those and to look at the behind-the-scenes stuff too. But um, yeah, it's it, the best thing is being able to just bond with people in a room. doesn't matter if it's one person or 2,000, you know. Just where, great. Where did your interest in building and design come from? That's a hard one, but I think probably for my dad, who was an engineer and maker and builder and an inventor and a scientist. So, I, you know, he was he was just so good at so many things. And, I, and he taught me and my brothers, and we are all three of us builders and makers and doer, doers. Me less so. I'm, I talk about it more. My youngest brother, who is in his 60s, um, we're all in our 60s. He's going, he's lives in Australia and he's he's moving to like the edge of the outback in order to go completely off grid. And we met up recently and he said to my middle brother, he said, of course, he said, Kev just talks about it. He said, I'm doing it for real. And it's it's sort of true. The other two are both more hands-on than I am, but we're all of us into it very much. And we all were taught by dad not to be afraid of how the world works. You know, you can take a motorbike engine to bits, 
put it back together. There's a spring still on the kitchen table. Doesn't matter. The engine's still working. And that's, you know, that kind of stuff is, is, is so important to, to not feel that, you know, the world is a scary place. Would you, sorry. No, 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 please. Would you have been working in this space if you hadn't started the show? Could you still be creating theatre sets? Well, I, I perhaps, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think I'm quite good at talking about it all. <laughs> you certainly I'm are. Better at talking. I'm better at talking about it than I'm doing it, perhaps. There's um, a theme here. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm better at writing about it, I think, than I am at doing it. I, 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 I have a quite an ADHD, um, a, a kind of desire to, 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 to really zero in. And my trouble is that in building and you know, in, 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 in designing, I tend to get absolutely carried away by one or two things, one, you know, and I, I find it quite hard to pull back and see the wider vision. And the lovely thing about writing is that you're trying to, in a way, do that. You're trying to marshal ideas into a narrative and into a sort of entertaining and pacey piece, whether it's a thousand words or 5,000 words or a book or, or, or a, a, a piece to camera that lasts 28 seconds, you know, that the, the, you, so I, in a way, I think my natural uh, limitations are uh, very well suit the journalistic aspect of, of the job. And, um, and I, I'm, and equally I'm as fascinated by, of course, people as I am by, by design, by, by the processes. I love the hyper-focus. How does that work when you are doing your own reno? And I know that you're in the process of a renovation at the moment, part renovation, part new build of a 400-year-old house near the Wales border. How does that come into play? Attention to detail? Perfectionism? It's a disaster. It took me six months to build the kitchen. And then (laughs) my problem problem is, is that, you know, I mean, I have that type of ADHD where you have two, there are two moments in time that matter one is right now and the other one is at some point in the future so you know you're told dinner will be ready in 15 minutes or you're told we've got to leave in four hours that's just in the future that's fine that's in the future right now i'm i'm sculpting this bit of wood i'm crafting this joint whatever it is you know i'm laying this tile and before you know it you know it's got dark and the food has gone cold or is in the bin and you know you've missed that doctor's appointment and so it, it's i find it extremely difficult to um to be you know and, and i've trained myself over the years to through lots of techniques you know, setting alarms and you know little tricks um just to sort of make sure that i don't screw up and that's the difficulty is that, is that if you're if you do have this hyper focus it's very very hard to um to pull back it means i can do specific things really well but to the exclusion of eating and drinking you know and <laughs> sleeping that's it's not healthy that's the problem about it and so it's important in order to pursue a healthier life to um to to, to yeah to try and pull back and to stop and to break and to yeah realize it's actually quite damaging and difficult for other human beings Kevin, is it true that you've had trouble keeping your tradies? I, what on site? Me? Yeah. No, no, I'm no, I'm no. It's not true at all. Who told you? Did one of them tell you that? I'm 
I, no, no, no. I read that I, in the newspaper. I, I, I think, I think yeah, goodness <laughs> me, of course, everything's true in the newspaper. Um, and I, I, no, I don't have difficulty keeping trace. And I'm not, I, I like working alongside people because I like learning from them. Um, and I do, um, inevitably, of course, I'm quite, I'm quite fastidious. And, um, and I like a tidy site and all of that. But I, yeah, I, no, I, I'm, 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 no, I haven't, haven't lost them. A few might have resigned. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a bit of a new build, but also a reno. Why did you not decide not to do a full rebuild? I'm curious about this as so someone who's watched I, this I, sort of take place over the last 25 I, years. I have to admit here, I very nearly bought a plot and then I actually sort of lost the plot. I mean, literally at auction, I actually, I pulled out of the auction. And I think at the time I was just not, you know, just had too much on, too much work. And um, I, I, I sort of feel now at this time of life that I've probably got one project left in me. Mm. And um, and that may well be, a, it will probably have to be a new build, you know, in order to be really comfortable for me as I get older. And, you know, we should all be anticipating that. Um, so a single story building probably and, and smaller and, you know, much more compact and super energy efficient and all of the things that, you know, I like about buildings. The old ones I particularly enjoy, because before I did Grand Designs, I've, I've always loved old buildings. I studied the history of architecture. So I'm kind of, I'm, I love the ancient stuff. And we have some of that in this country. And what I particularly enjoy is the kind of wrangling of old with, you know, the, the occasional modern intervention to try and reduce the, the energy load of buildings and to, and to make them greener. But um, yeah, I think, I think a simple, straightforward project would be lovely, wouldn't it? You know, we all crave one of those. <laughs> if only. How are we doing in terms of sustainable building? We're not. I mean, we, we could be doing so much more. Um, and there are leaders, you know, where I'm sitting. I'm, I'm in a country which has gone backwards, having set some of the highest building standards in the world, um, 15 years ago, we've now rode right back. We're no longer even in the race to deliver uh, uh, super low carbon buildings. And uh, we, like we've pulled over to the side of the track and just lit a cigarette and just given up. And everybody else has just steamed on. So Scotland, for example, is introducing Passive House as a standard for building for all new homes as of the 1st of January 2025. Now, nobody quite knows how that's going to work, but it's a laudable ambition that they're going to set these super high standards of performance and make it, as a result, through scale, really affordable to deliver high quality, low energy housing for for people who can least afford to pay their energy bills. So, you know, it's important to recognize that the social housing sector probably is the area where we first need to focus in order to deliver the highest number of really low carbon dwellings. You've seen a lot over the years what makes a good house? What projects do you get excited about these days? I, well, I love the small ones. Yeah, on a low budget. People say, "Oh, grand design, it's lost its touch." People, you know, people are building huge houses. It's all outrageous. It's extreme, and it's turned into a parody of itself. And I say, "When did you last watch it?" Because we we constantly have these small projects, two three bedroom homes, for small amounts of money. In one series, we might get one overblown silly thing. But generally speaking, most of the houses we're filming are modestly built. And as a result, the design is really thought about very intensely in order to, to make every, every cent, every dollar go as far as it can. And, um, 
as a result, yeah, I mean, I, those projects are so much more fun because for me, the the best the best thrills have all come when people have to think their way out of a problem and come up with amazing solutions. And that's really exciting to to watch and witness. And you sort of, you, you feel you can bathe in the energy of that. And, and, and actually so can the viewer. And it's, it's a joy. Now, look, I, before you go, I must ask you, uh, my producer is very curious about the press release, which called you an amateur balloonist. I didn't write that. And she wanted to know whether you actually go up in hot air balloons or you make animals out of balloons. <laughs> no, I really, you know the noise that balloons make when you rub them together? You know that, that squeak? <laughs> I really can't abide that noise. I'd be the worst amateur balloon. I would because I wouldn't even try and blow them up before I tied them in knots. I'd just tie them, tie the flaccid little balloons together and leave it at that. No, but I have ballooned quite a bit, and I love ballooning because it. Um, it. I tell you why because I've done it um, in the course of my job to look at buildings from the air, and it's the most glorious, beautiful, and silent way because you're in a balloon. You're travelling at the speed of the wind, so there's no sense of breeze on your face because you're moving with the breeze, and you can hear conversations on the ground. And there's a degree of sort of, I don't know, kind of ethereal silent bliss right up until the moment that the chief balloonist pulls the trigger and you know enormous quantities of uh, petrochemical gas are released <laughs> in a big flame and a huge noise and i've got so little hair on the top of my head i have to wear a hat when ballooning because it, it otherwise i feel as though it's all gone quite a different and beautiful perspective on the world up there from up there i imagine yeah yeah. Kevin, thank you so much for your time today. Really looking forward uh, to you getting to New Zealand in February. Good time to come. Fingers crossed the weather will be good for you. And I, um, I shall be in the audience with Tim. If somebody asks a question about oh, a house, you? about a house from the series over the last 25s that you can't remember about, Tim will be there to help you out. I'm sure that he'll well, be able to. Thank you. Has, has he got a has he got a burning question? That's no. the that's the question I have for him. <laughs> Wait and see, Kevin. It's been a delight. Thank you so much. Thank you, Francesca. Thanks so much. That was Grand Designs UK host Kevin McLeod. His live show, Kevin McLeod's Home Truths, comes to New Zealand in February with shows in Auckland, Wellington, and Christchurch. Tickets are on sale now. For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.